into that church he said and he saw some stuff sitting around the back underneath some drapes before he preached he said but we just set up and we did our sound check and everything and he said uh, we were in the middle of singing walk around me Jesus and he said all of a sudden somebody disappeared behind me and they came out with rattlesnakes in their hands they believed that the Lord would keep you from getting bit by a rattlesnake he said, we finished that song right there, and they wanted to take an offering or something. And he said, we just kind of backing up. He said, I looked over at Jan, and she was white-headed as she could be, white-faced as she could be, and said, wonder where the back door is. She said, I already looked, and there ain't one. <laughs> he said, well, I wonder where do they want one. Amen. Amen to that. Yeah. If somebody comes through those doors with rattlesnakes, I'm out those doors. Now that they have those doors, if they didn't have them doors, I, there would be a door. And, the, and you know, the first one to the wall, probably not going to survive it because everybody else is going to push them out. So, hey, you know. <laughs> I hear them snake bites a horrible way to die. <laughs> if our men would come to take up our offering. Hey, Fred. I just like saying that. Hey, Fred. <laughs> Brother Carl, where you run off? You want to open? You want to? Pray over our offering, brother. No, I don't want to read <laughs> Lord Jesus, Father, we thank you for this day, Lord. We thank you for all the days you give us, Lord, that we can come worship you freely, Father. Lord, we thank you for a great bike night last night, Lord. We thank you for all those that showed up and all those that participated, Father. Lord, we ask that you give our pastor and his family some rest tonight lord he's 
He's been working hard this whole month. He's been go, 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 Father. So we ask that you take these offerings and these tithes, Lord, and multiply them so we can keep doing the things that, that you need us to do. In Jesus' name, amen. In, in Proverbs 9, 17, the Bible says, I love those who love me and those who seek me early will find me. And I've heard preachers tell me my whole life I needed to start the day with the Lord. Don't wait until you're so tired at night that you go to sleep reading your Bible. If you if you remember to read it. So when I heard this song, I thought, this will spur me to pray early in the morning. Okay, Mike. Well, sometimes I am rejected and I feel so all alone. When I try to reach my father and I know He'll be home For when life gets hard to handle And I'm fearful and alone I get anxious to find Jesus And He stands with open arms I got a hold of God this morning I talk directly to the throne Oh, I went there broken so afraid and so alone Satan almost overtook me Trying hard to block my way I just prayed a little harder I got a hold of God today I was seeking for the comfort of the precious Holy One As I waited there in silence, I knew that He would come Then that light came down from heaven, He came right into my room When I felt His presence touch me, I know that I prayed through I got a hold of God this morning I talk directly to the throne Oh, I went there brokenhearted So afraid and so alone Satan almost overtook me Trying hard to block my way I just prayed I got a hold of God today. I got a hold of God this morning. I talked directly to the throne. Oh, I went there brokenhearted, so afraid and so alone. 
Do we have any praise reports? Yes, ma'am. Amen. Amen. Anybody else? To and from Mexico safely. Didn't bring anything back with you, did you? Okay. Just checking. I asked if they drank the water over there. No, you bring back something you don't want to bring back. Oh, Montezuma, man. Woo, ain't nothing to play with. Brother Benny, is that you? All right. Amen. Anybody else? Nobody else has any praise reports. Brother Jimmy. Amen. Amen. Yes, ma'am, Miss Libby. Amen. Amen. All right. Brother Tommy? Amen. It's always good when you get touched like that. Amen. Anybody else? How about our new addition? Over here, opened up. Thanks to the young men that worked on that. Anybody else? Yes, ma'am. Amen. Thank you. Well, here's a praise report. Y'all are here. Because I've preached to myself before. I'll do it again, but I'd much rather preach to y'all too. Because every time you preach, you preach not only to yourself, but to everybody else. Right, Nola? It's funny how God will give you the words to say at the right moment, but yet, when you try to force it, it just don't come together. It don't. I've tried to force it, and nope, doesn't happen. You 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 go blank. You can't think. You wind up peeing on yourself because you wasn't thinking. I knew somebody was going to bring that up. <laughs> knew somebody hit on it. I can always re rely on Brother Nolan to hit on them, them points. I have points. It's either Brother Nolan going to hit it or James will be. <laughs> or, or Brother Minnie. Yeah, Brother Minnie's real good at hitting on them too. But what I want, what I want to talk to you all tonight about Whoever feels like they're standing on shaky ground? Just about everybody, huh? Who's never felt like they're standing on shaky ground? What is blowing? This is going to just drive me crazy. Hold on, hold on. Ah. 
there. Maybe that'll help. Yeah. No. We're just going to have to wing it. I've always wanted to have fans, but not quite like that. Right, right, but don't bump. Yeah, yeah, well, we're yeah, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna rebuke old Satan here tonight, and aha, got it. Okay, now I didn't see enough hands go up on the shaky ground thing. Who says they've been standing on shaky ground before? Who has never stood on shaky ground? Hmm. Now most of y'all raised your hand when I asked who's ever stood on shaky ground before. And most of you raised your hands. Now the ones that did not raise their hand, they should have raised their hand when I asked the other question. Who has not ever stood on shaky ground and still nobody raised a hand at least we're all on the same page right do you know when you start walking close to Jesus it can feel like sometimes that you're walking on shaky ground but you must stay in your walk When you get closer to Jesus, old rascal takes notice and pays real close attention to what you're doing. Because you see, when beforehand, before you was walking with Jesus, he wasn't worried about you. He wasn't. It's the truth. He got you. He had you. So he wasn't worried about you. But once you start walking with Jesus, once you start that walk, now he's worried about you. And once you become saved and a sold-out Christian, then he knows there's nothing that he can do to you that can bring him back to his side. But what he can do is get you to stumble. That is his goal, is to get you to stumble. Because when he gets you to stumble, the people that watch you, and once you say you're a Christian and a sold-out Christian, don't make the mistake of, Nobody's watching. Because now they're watching you even more than they were before. Now they got a good close eye on you because everybody wants to see a train wreck. Everybody wants to see you stumble so they can say, see, told you. I knew it. I knew the minute you hit your finger with that hammer, James, you wasn't going to be able to control your tongue. Not saying that James would say a foul word if he hit his finger with a, with, with a hammer, but just using him as an example. You see... He's going to tempt you. He's always going to tempt you. He's going to get in there in spots in your life where it's going to touch you the most. Everybody. 
everybody that knows me, that's ever known me, knows have a slight, just a small temper problem. And an attitude problem when that temper arises. So what does he do? He uses people that know exactly what to say, exact the right time to flare that up. He knows. He's going to tempt you, and he's always going to tempt you. But the thing of it is, you have to stay in your walk. You can never, ever, ever get off of that walk. Ever. Let's turn on our Bibles. Let's turn to Matthew 4. All God's people there. Amen. Yeah, we're good. Okay. Then Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted there by the devil. For 40 days and 40 nights he fasted and became very hungry. During that time the devil came and said to him, If you are the Son of God, Tell these stones to become loaves of bread. But Jesus told him, No. The scripture says, People do not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of the Lord. Then the devil took him to the holy city of Jerusalem, to the highest point of the temple, and said, if you are the Son of God, jump off. For the scripture says, He will order His angels to protect you. And they will hold you up with their hands so you won't even hurt your foot on a stone. Jesus responded, The scripture also says, You must not test the Lord your God. Next, the devil took him to the peak of a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their glory. I will give them to you, all to you, he said, if you will kneel down and worship me. Get out of here, devil, Jesus told him. For the scripture says, you must worship the Lord your God and serve Him only. Now we see in this first, the very first scripture here that the devil. Even Jesus was tempted by the devil. And if the devil's going to tempt Jesus, why wouldn't he tempt you? I mean, this is Jesus. It ain't like it. it ain't like <clears throat> Joe over here in in the neighborhood that wanders around in here every now and again. This was Jesus. If he's going to tempt Jesus, why ain't he going to tempt you? Why? Why wouldn't he? Of course he's going to attempt he's going to tempt you he's going to tempt you and listen to this listen did you catch this when 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 this happened no during the time the devil came oh, oh I'm sorry for 40 days and 40 nights he fasted became very hungry during that time see did he go to Jesus when Jesus was strong did he get to him when he was stout when he first came out there? No. Because he knew then he didn't have a chance in the world to get to him. No way. 
What did he do? He waited till the end, till the 40 days and 40 nights was over. Then he went in and tempted him. And just like he's going to do you too. He's going to wait. He's not going to wait till you come up here and you're filled with the Holy Spirit. He's not going he, to do it then. You're going to go on that day and you're going to have a really good day. And you're going to have a, 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 a probably a pretty good night too. No. Uh-uh. You know when he's going to tempt you? When you get up that morning and you and, and the coffee maker's broke and you can't get no coffee, so now you're in a bad mood already and it ain't working out for you. Your day's going all wrong. You run out of toothpaste, so now you got dragon breath. Walking around with dragon breath and no coffee. And you only got enough deodorant with one on. So now you got to keep one arm down and you're walking around like this. You got dragon breath. You ain't got no coffee, and you can only lift one on, and you ain't got time to stop at the store because you woke up late. <laughs> now, now he's going to come on down there, and he's going to come on down, and he's going to get right up beside you, and he's going to rub on you a little bit. And he's gonna, you don't mind if I love on you, do you? All right. He's going to love on you a little bit. He's going to rub on you. He's going to make you feel good about yourself. Old gal, at the, uh, old gal she might come by and say, Tony, you sure always looking good tonight, boy. And now, all of a sudden, what has he done? You stink a little bit, but you look good. <laughs> now, what has he done? Uh-huh. He just took a foothold, didn't he? Yeah. He just took a foothold in your life. Why? Because he knows when to tempt you. You see, the devil, if you'll, if you'll understand and see that scripture again, right after that, I don't know about your Bible, but in my Bible it's red, and then it goes to black, and then it goes to red again. And this, this uh, down here in, 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 in five, that's all black. When he, said that, when, when he says, and when I say when he says, I mean old rascal the devil. He says he will order his angels to protect you and they will hold you up with their hands. You see, if you don't think old rascal knows that book backwards and forwards, upside down, in every language in the world, he knows. He knows this book better than anybody in this world knows this book. He can tell you every line, where to find it. And he knows when to tempt you. He knows when to get in your pocket. He knows how to get in your pocket. Let's get back to Tony stinking. But if you wake up that morning, if you wake up in the morning, And before you go take care of your dragon breath, before you go worry about that coffee, before everything, if you'll just give him a little word. Just like Miss Granny's song said. Give him a little word in the morning. Get a little word in the morning. Get that, get, get, get that right in your life. First off, the Bible says you claim it. You claim your life. You claim the way you are. You speak it. Nobody else speak it. She can't speak goodness into my life. And I can't speak goodness into her life. She has to speak it herself. I have to speak it myself. Your children have to speak it themselves. If I fall off the stage, will you pick me up? Thank you. 
I'm used to the little thing being there, and it ain't there. I ain't got no safety net. <laughs> now, see, I had somebody tell me one time that I don't believe God will let something bad happen to me. I said, say what? What do you mean you don't believe God will let something bad happen to you? So what world do you think you live in, sucker? What world do you think you are living in? If you don't think God will let something bad happen, you need to read Job. You need to open up your Bible and read Job a little bit if you don't think God will let something bad happen. But look what all the stuff he, he let happen to Job. And Job, in that time, he was one of the closest to God. That's why old rascal picked him. See, even back then, he was playing that game. He was playing that game. He was playing that temp game. Because even the biggest Christians in the world, the biggest Christians that walk with God and walk with Jesus are tempted every day. They're tempted every day of their life. But it only happens if you let it. It's only going to take hold if you let it take hold. If you don't let it take hold, it won't. That's what I say, but you got to claim it. You got to own it. Like they say the thing ever now, they say you got to do it like a boss. You got to claim it. See, the devil's going to try you, and he's going to keep trying you, and he'll never stop. He can't. He can't ever stop. That's the reason why you can't ever stop. You can't stop. You got to keep going. Even when it gets hard, even when you get frustrated, as I know we all get frustrated. Who in here don't get frustrated? No hands. Everybody gets frustrated. You get frustrated, you get upset, you play with your hair. <laughs> Everyone gets frustrated and upset. And then when you do, there you come. Here he goes. It starts to grow. And then all of a sudden, you're in that mindset, a different mindset than you was 5, 10, 20, 30 minutes ago. He's always going to tempt you and keep you feeling like you're on shaky ground. But you see, the Bible says that we are to cling to the Lord. And we are to use Him. This morning we talked about what? What did we talk about this morning in class? About the big rock. About the big rock. Hannah. Hannah used the big rock. She said the Lord was her rock. The Lord was her rock. Did she think? What she think? You think she was talking about a small rock? No. She was talking about a big rock. A rock you can't move. The Lord is her rock. The Lord is your rock. You have to claim it. You got to pull it out. This world was run by old rascal. And I'll show you how easy it is for old rascal to get in your pocket. How many people in here B.C., before Christ, has gotten the wrong change at a store and just took it as, I got a tip. 
quite a few of us. Now, I have to be honest with you. If I was real close to the store, I was kind of like Jeff Bates. I was goofy, and I'd go give her the change back. But if I wasn't, I wasn't thinking to make a special trip back to the store to give her her money back. I would think that's her problem. She should she should have been paying closer attention. See, a lot of times he makes it easy to do the wrong thing. You sitting there in your car or when you get home and you're thinking, well, ain't nobody ever going to know. Yes, somebody's going to know. I, it, it, if the bill comes up to 25 bucks, you give her a 20 and a 10, and she mistakenly gives you a 10 back, well, you just made five bucks. I got you a discount. Now, this has happened to me right here in this church. I thought about that when I was writing this message, what that person was thinking. But telling little white lies. Who in here has told a little white lie? Now, whoever ain't raising their hand, you need to be up here praying about it because I know you done lied. But I had a fella tell me it wasn't no big deal. I'm not even going to say who it was or what the lie was. But I knew when he was telling me it was a lie. But you know what? He thought he was fitting in. How many people told a lie to fit in somewhere? Huh? Told a lie at work. Maybe they're talking about something or whatever. So you just jump in there and say, oh, man, I caught a 45-pound fish this weekend or two weeks ago or one time. And you ain't never caught no 45-pound fish. You caught a four- or five-pound fish, if you're lucky. But see, it's little things like that where he'll tempt you. He'll tempt you and get in your head and make you think, oh, it ain't hurting nobody. It's just a little white lie. Lies a lie, whether it's white or black. Lies a lie. No matter how big it is, if you're going to tell a little one, man, you might as well tell a whopper. Because it's just the same. Who knows that guy? Everything comes out of his mouth. You know when he's lying, his lips is moving. That's right. He done everything better than you, and he did it twice. Or his brother-in-law did. How many done this? Pling. Hey. Hey, Brad, what's going on? Oh, not a whole lot. What's happening? Hey, man, we're going out tonight. We're going to go get our drink on. We're going to get our party on. We're going to dance with some pretty girls. Where are you going? We're going to East County. I don't know about no pretty girls. We're going to go. Now, I'm just playing. There's a lot of pretty girls over in East County. Now, your boy's calling you up to go play. Now, maybe they're not calling you up to go out. To go dance. Maybe they're calling you up to come over for a barbecue or a get together. But you know what's going to be there when you get there. I love to barbecue. Just in case y'all didn't know. I've been known to mess up some perfectly good meat. It's true. It's true. Ask Brother Harry. He knows all about it. Mess up a perfectly good brisket and some good ribs and 
I throw in a piece of sausage every now and again. Jack it all up. But when them old buddies call you up. Hey, Mary. Hey, Mike. Hey, man, we're having a big barbecue over here, man. Y'all come on over. Yeah, what you need me to bring? Oh, man, just bring a 12-pack. Just bring a bottle. Bring whatever you want to drink. And then when you show up with some soda water, they're like, where's the Bud Light at? It's still at the store where I left it. They get all upset and deranged about the whole situation. And then they want to try to make you feel bad because you made a decision not to partake in what they're doing. So now they're going to try to work on your conscience a little bit. They're going to try to work on you a little bit, and they figure, if I can get old Rafer just to drink one beer with me, he's in like Flint again. And here's, the, here, here's where it really gets bad. Who all is Rayford going to take down with him? Everybody that he's ever talked to that ain't saved. That's serious right there if you think about it. How many people you talk to about being saved, Rayford? Come on, two, really? No, a lot, right. But you see, if... The devil will tempt God, will tempt Jesus. He will play all kinds of games to tempt you. He will make you think you're doing the right thing. When you know in the back of your mind that you're not. He'll make you think what you're doing is okay. When you know in the back of your mind that it's not. Man, this paper having a fight up here. Y'all are enjoying it too. And I think the paper's winning. But now... Now let's look at things the other way. Look at things a little different. You're in your car. You really don't want to walk by all the way back in there to the store. But you know that that five bucks is going to come out of that little gross paycheck. At the end of the day, who won? You did if you take that money back. You take it back. And you just be polite about it. I've heard somebody taking money back and calling the little person behind the counter stupid. Don't ever do that. Especially if I'm standing behind you. It's like Pastor Mark says, I ain't always been a preacher. How about when your old friends call you up to come over for that barbecue or to go out on the town? Instead of you saying, okay, why don't you invite them to church? You tell them a little bit about that man named Jesus. Give them a little bit of something that you've got. Because I promise you, once they start getting close to you, they're going to want some of what you've got. Or instead of telling that little white lie, to try to fit in. 
Tell them a story about how Jesus saved your life. Tell them. All you got to do is catch that one guy. You know, we talk about temptation. I'm talking about temptation and, and an old rascal tempting you and how he'll make you feel like you're standing on shaky ground all the time. You know, Pastor Mark, he got with me and he said, you sure you want to do this, man? Because it's it ain't as easy as it looks, man, because once you start, Old rascal, he'll just be attacking you all the time, all the time, all the time. He's right. He is definitely right. I'll give you all a good example. I got a little fella at work. This guy constantly tries to trip me up all the time. Now, this cat here, you walk by his machine, and he's got his Bible laid out on the table. And he's reading his Bible to a to, to to one person. You'd think, man, that guy right there, he's always studying that Bible. He's always studying the Bible. He ought to know a lot about the Bible. But I got this other guy. He always asks me questions. Well, what do I do about this? Well, what if this happens? Or that happens? Well, it just so happened these two fellas' machines are right next to each other. So he'll see me talking to this guy, and he'll come over there. And he asked me questions like this. Is God in hell? I said, no, God's not in hell. But God's everywhere. I said, okay. Here you go. Go over there to your Bible and read your Bible. And I want you to go to the part of the Bible in Matthews to where they got Jesus on the cross. And what does God do when Jesus goes to die? What does he do? He turns from him. Why? Because of sin. What's in hell? Sin. I told him. God can't be in hell because there's sin there. Does God know what's going on? You can bet. He does. But is God in hell? No. Because if God was in hell, it wouldn't be hell. But see, that's the kind of things that this cat asked me to try to trip me up. To see if I'm on my A game. To see if I know what I'm talking about. So you see, that's another way. Old rascal is trying to tempt me. Because you can ask her, when I get frustrated, it don't take but a second for me to get mad. I go from frustrated to mad like that. So you see, when I don't have an answer for him, I normally tell him, I'll get back with you on it. I have to go look it up. Do I know everything in this book? No. Do I know all the words in this book? No. So there's some things I'm not going to know. There's some questions I'm not going to be able to answer. And he knows that. Now, I'm not saying that this man is the devil. But the devil is using him. The devil is using him to trip me up to try to do what? Make me angry. He knows that's where I'm weak. He knows that's where I'm the weakest. You see, the devil will always tempt you where you are weakest and where he knows he can get you. To make you feel like you're on shaky ground. 
but you have to let him know that you are a child of God. And you let him know that by telling him. By telling him. What's the best and quickest way to get the devil away from you? You tell him. Get away from me in the name of Jesus. Get away from me. You have to let him know that you're the child of God. And not a person of this world, but a person of the next. You will stand firm with Jesus Christ. And you'll stand firm with him for all eternity too. Amen. Anybody get tempted in here? We all get tempted. We have to stay in our word. That's the reason why it's so important. It's so important to stay in the word. It's so important to surround yourself with brothers and sisters that are also in the word. Because if you don't surround yourself with brothers and sisters that are not in the word, you will find yourself getting off of that path. You will find yourself not keeping your eyes on the cross. Amen. So we're going to pray in the mornings. We're going to pray when we get up. To start out our day. So we can go ahead and rebuke him in the mornings. That way he can't get to us when we leave in the house stinking. Me and this wind just ain't getting along. Did y'all get something out of that? Amen? Good.